This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today, but we'll keep moving on. It's an open topic show, so we're taking all of your questions today. What have you got going on with DIY in your home? Also, we're going to talk about the worst home improvement jobs you can do that aren't worth the money it takes to get them done. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877 m MPB Ring. That's 877-672-7464. What project do you have going on? What project do you want to start? 877-MPB-RING. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101 from oh, Fix It 101 from MPB. <laughs> Sorry, Jonas. Uh, it's the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. And Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today. We'll keep on moving along. It's an open topic show, so we're taking all of your questions. What do you have going on in your home? What are you doing DIY? There's a lot of people doing Christmas DIY stuff right now. So uh, and, and, and that, that's some fun stuff to do. It's a little more crafty than, uh, you know, uh, more home improvement. It's a little more crafty, but but still, you know, uh, some neat projects. Also, we're going to talk about the worst home improvement jobs that you can do that aren't really worth the money it takes to get them done. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How's it going there, Dale? Oh, man, just good. Good to be here. Now, I heard you on the phone as we were walking into the studio. You're calling your carpet guy. Uh, you guys you guys working on something big? Yes. Um, a lot of people are kind of getting inside together for family and friends coming home and visiting. So, Trying to get their uh, houses ready for a holiday. Oh, yeah, man. Um, company. Paint, remodeling, just little fixes, you know. Um, Children coming in, they want everything to look good and, yeah. you know, guests coming over. So, And if you got a leak in the faucet in the bathroom where everyone's going to go, you want to get that fixed. They want to get the combo special, you know, yeah, everything. Right. Everything. You know, you go out for one thing. <laughs> right. And then they say, um, oh, you do uh, you do that, too? You right. do that? Right. And, and uh, they want it all done right then. Right. <laughs> so um, it's well. kind of what I've always done this time of the year for my aunties and mom and family so well it's it's funny because my wife gets really crafty this time of year you know she starts making reefs and stuff like that you know i mean it's it's really cool it's a it's it's a neat time of year because i think a lot of people get into different stuff we did do the whole uh pallet tree thing at my house where you take a pallet Uh you know and 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 i've got a little you know a little uh electric handsaw that i use it's easier than than like a skill saw but um uh, you, you kind of fashion the palette uh, to look like a tree. Okay. Uh, you know, hey, you have the you have the uh, the slats going uh, horizontally, and then you take it and you cut it kind of diagonally on both sides and make it into like a triangle. Wow! Um, and it and uh, it stands up, looks like a tree, and you can paint it and you can put lights on it and the whole nine yards. And the palettes are usually free or a dollar or something like that. You know. Yeah, it's crafty. I, I notice um, it's some about the smell of Christmas and the holidays that just make it kick in, and they just want to start doing things. Oh, I can tell. Things. We were uh, Christmas shopping last night, uh, and whenever my wife gets around scented pine cones, here, here come the waterworks, man. I mean, just sneezing and coughing and everything else. You get around scented pine cones. Um, 
Anyway, number calls 877-MPB-RING. What are you working on this time of year? What DIY project do you have going on? A lot of folks, like you said, are getting ready for the holidays, but this is the right time of the year. And what I mean by that is the cold time, the cool time to do those projects indoors. You're going to have plenty to do in the spring. So if you wanted to get something done indoors, uh, I've got a friend who right now is on a project of filling in all the holes in the house where doors have opened up into sheetrock and and Mm -hmm. there's, you know, door knobs have gone through the wall and things like that. Uh, uh, Whatever, kids playing with darts and trying to fill those holes, whatever. So uh, that's a pretty neat project to do this time of year, especially if folks are coming over and you want to pretty it up a little bit. Yeah, a lot of them, um, they're asking me, they say, uh, leave the paint. They want to do a little spot paint and touching up and stuff. So, Wow. So any, uh, any like big projects like uh, updating like a bathroom remodel something like that. You know, there's one special customer out there that always tips the scale and want a little more than everyone else. Right. Yes, and and I tell people um, since this is the time of year we're inside and you get bored and stuff. <laughs> um, this is the time to uh, take on some of the bigger projects. Right. You know, because a lot of the people may um, have the time now. Right. Well, regarding our topic for the day, which is, you know, your worst home improvement ideas, my personal feeling is that redoing a bathroom is one of the best home improvement ideas you'll do, especially as far as your own comfort, but then the home resale value. Uh, oh, yes. If you update a bathroom, that's a big deal. And obviously, we we know that bathrooms and kitchens sell homes. Yes. In, in any uh, project, keep in mind that uh, if, if you're going to resale, don't just um, overkill the project by not doing it right or, you know, cutting it short um, right. or, or adding a closet in the wrong space or mm-hmm. double doors or, you know, things that are not going to uh, appeal to the new buyer. Right. One of the one of the other update projects that I see here on the list that Jonas made, I feel is a great uh, a great project to have. And something to think about if you're thinking about a holiday uh, Christmas present, something of that nature. Uh, for your family, for your home, this time of the year is the right time to do it, a backup generator. Yes. I, I was just thinking about that the other day. Because, you know, it's coming. And and if it's not for uh, the occasional freezing issue here in Mississippi, uh, knocking out power, you know, pulling down trees, that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, if it's not that, then you know you're going to need it in April. You know you are. When all those storms come. And, and you're around really yeah, here. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's true. But but, you know, when it comes to uh, springtime, I know that we just wear my generator out every spring. You know, and and even um, this time of the year, um, just the other day um, coming in, a line was down. We didn't know what was wrong. Um, just half of the neighborhood was out. Oh, Everything yeah, yeah. wasn't um, all the way. I was like half the grid or something went wrong. Well, and this time of year, it's very important if you've got a generator to to make sure it's service, make sure it's ready. Now, think about this. You just stocked your refrigerator with more expensive food than you can ever cram into that thing. What if your power goes out? I mean, if nothing else, you want to mm-hmm. keep that refrigerator going and keeping all your stuff cool. Yes. You know? I mean, if nothing else. The storm generator is the way to go. <clears throat> Right, right. I would definitely say um, anyone that doesn't have one should um, think about getting one. Yeah, it's it's a great time of year to think about that because you really don't want to be losing. A lot of people, a lot of people use uh, extra freezers for meat and things like that, and you obviously you want to keep those things cool. You and can't just lose power comfort, for too long. Not having to leave your home. Um, when the other, I mean, when the lights go out, it's nothing you can do if you don't have um, a power source. You're gonna have to leave after a matter of time. It's like the right. oxygen is running out in the house. Well, we've been talking uh, around here a little bit about some uh, smaller fixes that's going on. And um, uh, Jonas and I, I guess about, I don't know, six months ago, uh, found this 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 little gadget that one would use. It's like a little cheap little snake that you put into a drain to clean it out. Well, um, uh, you know, it worked so well for me that I told so many people about that. Jonas, do you remember what that thing was called? I wish I could remember right now, but I have, you know, it comes in two in a pack, and I still have the other one underneath my um, sink. Yeah, and it's like five bucks, and and it's like a miracle worker. However, uh, we, we, we told Kevin about it. And he was like, man, that thing didn't work. But I, th- I really think that uh, he used it, and, and I think it loosened things up because then he went out and got some Drano and, 
and cleaned everything out. So he's crediting the Drano and not the the snake. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I think I think uh, and 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 I know that when my sink uh, stopped up, it wasn't actually my sink; it was my wife's sink. And the sink downstairs is my daughter's sink. There's a commonality of those two sinks. Hair. Uh, yes. Mine as well. My wife's side of the sink. Yeah, your wife's side? Yeah, we got the yeah. dual sinks and yeah, her side. Yeah, mine doesn't get a problem. Up. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something about the longer the hair is, the more the clocks yeah. are going to be. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's just more to grab a hold of there. So, it, uh, so they do work for something like that. But, you know, this time of year, like I said, if you've got a lot of company coming over, you don't want slow drains right now. Oh, it's no. a good time to go ahead and get that taken care of before you've got 15 people waiting in line for the for the restroom in your home. Oh, yeah. yes. That must be functioning right. It's like a substation. Right. <laughs> in and out. Right. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Found myself uh, last weekend. Remember we had John Weed in last week from Electric Pros. And we were talking about putting lights up. And I found myself last weekend putting up the, the bulk of our Christmas lights. Um, it was, I mean, of course, and my wife always wants to do the uh, Griswold Christmas, you know, the Christmas <laughs> 25 vacation 25 on thing. one line. Yeah, yeah, 25 on one line. is like 20,000 sparkling French uh, twinkling lights or Italian twinkling lights, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so I was putting all those out and... And I was, I remembered what John told me about using different plugs, different sides of the home, that kind of thing. So that, and not, now get this, Dell. after I plugged everything in, not one bulb out. Oh, that was not great. one. It was, oh, yeah. Oh, it but now tell the truth. Um, but after the show, you were going to just plug them into one extension cord, right? Oh, yes. One extension cord, <laughs> 50 feet away. And all incandescent bulbs. So, no, we went out and we bought <laughs> LED bulbs. So, now everything works. That's uh, great. And and I noticed last night we had, uh, you know, those little string lights that you buy, and they're like $2 for a full string of like 100 lights. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, what's the price difference? I looked over at the LED, and it was like $3.40. So, I'm like, it's it's not a big enough deal. It's still worth it. It is. It is. I found a product. They were used for our drains. What's that? The drain weasel. The drain weasel. That oh, was yes. it. It was what was it, like four dollars and eighty eight cents or Maybe, something like that. Yeah, it might have yeah. Been, might be cheaper than that. Yeah, it's just a little plastic, um, but but it's a fantastic but little the, product. The little Velcro hooks that are on there uh-huh. really get the job done. Yes, and yes. Be prepared for what comes up because yeah, it's not. <laughs> oh crazy. man. Well, you know what, and that's why everybody, uh, you know, that's always kind of been a joke about how much plumbers make. Well, it's a dirty job. They should. Nasty. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, there's there's some not goodness in that job. But I've learned um, with under the sink, uh-huh. take a little um, foot pan, a little tub, a uh-huh. plastic container or something, uh-huh. and place that under there to kind of catch whatever might run back. You know what I so figured it, out is it, perfect for that? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 back? A cat box. Oh, yes. Because they're big enough and they're made of plastic. And what happens is if you ever try to put a bucket under there, the bucket's oh, usually no. a little too tall, and it doesn't cover enough surface. So you get a cat box that's real low to the ground, mm-hmm. and it's plastic, and it covers most all of the entire surface of the of the bottom there. It works really well. That sounds great. I know. In in the cleanup, you want as less as possible. I mean, gloves. Right. Yeah. Towels. Have oh, everything if, on hand because once you start uh, messing with the water. Here it comes. Don't even open the bottom of the sink without getting a couple of towels ready. Yes. Don't even try. All right. I've uh, got a couple of folks on the phone. Dennis is on the line in Hattiesburg going to comment on how to keep generators in good condition. How's it going, Dennis? Hello. Hello. Uh, my wife and I run an estate sale business in Hattiesburg. Uh-huh. And we see a fair number of generators at our sales. Yes, sir. And invariably, they look brand new. Uh-huh. And the family will tell us, well, they've only been run once. Uh-oh. Uh, I look in the gas tank, there's gas in there, and I think, uh-oh. Right. Got problems here. And so just a word of, of caution with people, our advice is to, once you're done with your generator for the season or for this particular use, run it out of gas. And uh, when you put new gas in, make sure it's non-ethanol with some stable in it. Otherwise, um, you may have troubles down the line. You know, we had the uh, small engine repair guy in from Fondren Small Engine Repair. 
Hey, you remember that guy's name, Jonas? No, you don't know what I'm talking about. I was talking, talking to Mr. Ezra Wall. Right, right. So yeah, we had a guy in from Finder and Small Engine Repair. And he recommended the same thing at the end of, you know, at the end of your season or whatever, go ahead and run that small engine out of gas. Uh, That's the best way to go. Uh, Leaving gas in there is just not a good idea. Otherwise, it'll need a new carburetor more than likely. Right. And uh, one of the things that that I learned from a small engine mechanic was if it's a if it's a uh, if it's a generator, you need to fire that thing up every once in a while just to keep the generator, uh, the uh, the little thing oiled and everything in uh, good shape. Otherwise, right. the engine can run, but it might not produce power because of... That's right. Right. Yeah. He said it's good to um, at least put a load on it once a month and also uh, don't store your gas, you know, too long. Right. So right. Um, mm-hmm. use the gas and, and replace it. All right. All right, Dennis, we appreciate it. That's a, okay. that's a lot of help. Great show. Thank Thanks. you, sir. Like I said, this time of year, you got your you got your fridge and your freezer just jam packed with expensive food, and you you hate losing that. All right, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. We're going to take a quick break. Our uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what problems are you having at home right now? What would you like to get fixed before the new year starts? You can call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at eight seven seven. MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. watch a presidential transition, NPR News will be here with the facts to help you make sense of new appointments, new policies, and all the day's news. Listen every day. I'm Kara Miller. Every week on Innovation Hub, I talk with the thinkers, researchers, and visionaries who are crafting our future. Tune in to hear conversations about how tribalism shapes us, what new research on obesity reveals, how chicken changed America, and why math class should be reinvented. Coming Sunday, January 8th at noon, hear Innovation Hub on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Salmon from Houseworks is out today. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, Frank's on the line in Jackson. Frank, you're going to comment on the worst home improvement project? Yeah, unless... Uh, good morning, guys. How you doing today? Merry Christmas, Frank. Great. Great. Unless you, unless money is no object, you're a doctor, you're a contractor, uh, <laughs> right. uh, you're insurance salesman, car salesman. If right. money is no object, then this is a good project for you. All right. But if it, if money means anything, if you're on a budget, the worst project ever that adds no value to your house is a pool. A pool. Above ground, below ground, on the roof, in the basement. <laughs> it is nothing but a headache and an expense. And you have to get a special insurance policy, and uh, don't let your kids suck you into saying we want a, we want a pool. When those kids hit teenage years, they don't want any part of that pool, especially the girls. I'm living that so, man. I am living that. Hard about a pool, people. I'm literally living that. Got got the pool because the kids were just dying for the pool. And of course, you know, we live in Mississippi, and it's like, well, you know, it's 138 degrees outside. Maybe we should give them something to play in. So so you kind of give in, you know. 
but then, you know, getting a pool for kids is like getting a puppy for kids. You know darn well they're not going to take care of it. You're taking care of it. In a pool, I'd rather have the puppy. I mean, I mean, the pool is a lot of work, a lot of work, and a money pit. It is absolutely a money pit. Yeah, it sounds like a big luxury. Yeah, it is a luxury item, absolutely, Frank. That's a very good point. If you're going to put that much money in something, go ahead and redo your kitchen or your bath. Something like that. What do you think, yeah, Frank? I could go through the whole house for the price of a pool. Right, right. A good, like, in-ground pool. So Yes, they're very expensive. I appreciate the comment there, Frank. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. One of the things that I was wondering, Dell, do you think you get your money back from doing a, um, like, enclosing a garage? Well, um, you lose the garage, though. That's that's a you really know, good point. That's a very good point. So you may get the room, but every house uh, it seems like it'll depreciate it a little bit in value. Sometimes you gain the space, but if it's not done right, where you can uh, later on um, add um, the car shed or something, right. you really lose. Okay, that's a really good point. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people won't buy a home without some sort of car covering. You yeah, know? I, I would look in the option of. Um, Keeping my garage and probably pushing back some way. P- pushing back to in a different you know, area of the home. Yeah, if you're going to add. But, uh, you know, a lot of time they do it thinking to say, well, if uh, we just, we already got three walls. We already got three walls, right? You know? Yeah. So we just take the whole door down and put one wall up, and uh-huh. then you already setting yourself up for a bad structure because it's not, it's going to be well, cheap. Well, it's never elements. designed to be, uh, to be an enclosed door. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a lot more. in Right. In, it, Insulation and things like that, they're going to um, eat a budget yeah, up. Yeah, and what folks don't think about is that, you know, uh, typically carports, uh, garages, things like that are not, they're built on a different portion of the slab and they're not, they're, they're made to move water in a different way than a regular slab is. Uh, so it, it's not actually, it doesn't actually match your home a lot of times. The, it, it, a lot of times that uh, concrete is poured after the actual slab is poured, and it may even be a different level than the uh, the home slab. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, it, it is designed um, for the water to uh, run out and, and, like you said, to be exposed to the elements. Mm-hmm. I would, um, you know, if, if it's done right, it, it's good. A lot of people do that for the man cave. And I've seen that in a lot of houses. Um, there's, you know, two-car garage. Now they have the vehicles outside. He has an um, inside shed, man cave style. Right. And it, to me, it's just not worth it when um, you could have built you a nice spot in the back mm-hmm. for that and kept your um, cars out the weather. That's a good point. That's a good Especially point. a two-car better, man. And, and that's a big space. And then it's like they all, you know, in a lot of them I've seen, it's like they start and never complete it right. You know, uh, yeah. like the budget was uh, not, um, you, you didn't think of all the way through. Right, right. So, uh, all right. Uh, Number to call 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Also kind of want to know, uh, after we were talking about this a little bit earlier, some of the crafty stuff that you're doing this time of the year. There's a lot of folks doing that right now. A lot of neat things uh, that are going on. I know, I remember uh, a couple of years ago, we did uh, for Halloween. I know this is not, you know, like the, the Christmas holidays, but Halloween, we made like cats and ghosts out of out of uh, two by fours wow. and let my daughter paint them and everything else. We've been using those for years. But, uh, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, crafty thing that you got going on, that's cool. That that would be fun to hear, too. 877 MPB ring. That um, Halloween usually starts the tempo for the crafts. You know, you start the, uh, decorating and. It right. usually follows up, even the turkey day and then Christmas, right. you have to um, put the Santa Claus on top of the house. That's true. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you really have to kind of top everything, and then New Year's just pop it all off. Right, right. So, it, it's kind of weird because I uh, drive through my neighborhood, and a lot of folks have themes going yes. on for their homes, you know? So, like, you have these really nice-looking themes, and, it, you know, my wife and I just just, just buy all the stuff, mm-hmm. and so there's no real theme except for a lot. You know, that's the theme is how many, you know, uh, like lights. a big soup. With right. It. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I found it. But interesting. you can see it's three roads down. So just so you know, 
it's it's good um, after everyone has gotten their themes and lights up mm-hmm. to just ride and look at all the different um, oh, lights yeah. and things. It, it's really cool. That is cool. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Hey, what about home offices, like a home office remodel? You know, like uh, let's say I've got a third bedroom, kid moves out, and now I want to make it an office. And right now it's just a standard room. Oh, yes, of course, you can just put a desk in there, stick a lamp on it, and there you go. But there's also some other options for storage and filing and things like that. Yes. You know, that's some really good uh, options. Cabinetry that that pulls out like a file cabinet that is also in the wall. That's kind of neat if you're wanting to save tax documents and, that you know, that sort of thing. You can always do that. Definitely. I would say if you're fortunate enough to have a a whole room for office, you should get more uh, use out of it. You know, because a lot of time the office is just a little cubbyhole space or a little nook here Mm -hmm. or under the stairs. But if you have the whole room, then definitely um, look at some of the options with um, the cabinets and and all the different. Um, you can use it slash office game room or you know. I've seen I've seen office slash workout room before. Yes, where yes. someone's got some workout equipment and their you know desk and you know all that other stuff. Yes, so that's a that's a pretty good uh, way to use that space because I've been in so many houses where. Uh, someone has their exercise equipment that they bought three years ago, and it's currently the hat rack, you know, sitting out in the middle of the living room. So, so putting that in my house, okay, yeah, right? <laughs> but definitely, I, I need to remodel my office. Um, it's not wasted space. I got a nice room. Um, there's a walk-through room for office, but it's I don't have the modern. Um, like the uh, the decorators, how they can use the clutter, they can degrease, degrease it down and. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah, sure yeah. it looks um, neat and everything. I've seen uh-huh. so many on TV. I said, I'm going to have to do this now for right. myself. Just One of the ones also is an entry door replacement. I think it's very oh, yes. valuable. Yes. You can you can, you can can update a house fast by changing the front door. You know? Definitely. It, it, it's unbelievable. And there's some really cool options out there. Mm-hmm. And you can keep the wind from coming in once you get everything um, sealed tight, weather script. And right, right, right. I would say. Something um, will fit well. If if you're gonna do an entry point, think of um and the um the um the coat rack and things like that in there. Oh you yeah, know? making it like a, a, a mudroom of sorts. Yes, yeah. welcome home. All right, eight seven seven MPB ring. We're gonna continue our discussion after the break, listeners. What problems are you having at home? What DIY are you working on? Got some crafty going on for the holidays? What would you like to get fixed before the new year starts? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, or send an email to fixit one hundred one at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Consider where the country should go next. NPR will be here with the facts to help you make sense of new appointments, policy changes, and all of the day's news. So listen every day. MPB Radio's local programs are available now as podcasts. Sure, you love your MPB mobile app. It streams your favorite program anytime you like. But when streaming's not the thing, say, in flight or driving on the Natchez Trace, download your favorite podcast and you've got it in your pocket. Available on iTunes or on any podcast app. Grab your local MPB podcast now. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome 
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today. We'll have him back next week. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Go, let's go ahead and go to the phone. Jason's on the line in Greenville. And, uh, Jason, you wanted a, a question about remodeling a bathroom? Yes. So so uh, what are you redoing on this bathroom? Uh, we've taken and we're looking at redoing our sink and cabinet. Mm-hmm. And the question I've got is that the cabinet kind of has a subset down into the floor. Looks like they put the cabinet in then built the floor up around it. Uh, yeah. So... When I take this one out, we've already bought a new one that will fit over the existing hole. Right. So that part's going to be okay cosmetically, but I'm looking at filling in that hole. Mm-hmm. Um, my first thought, not being a big indoor um, housework guy, I was thinking maybe get some quick crease or something similar to that and fill it in. Just trying to get ideas about that. Yeah, they do have a filler, floor filler, uh, but one that you can use that's not so difficult on uh, on on that floor. Or it, is it on a slab or is it on a conventional or upstairs or whatever? No, it's a first floor. It's a slab. Okay, it's a slab. So you can use that. Uh, I would have suggested if it were on like a standard floor, I would have put that uh, to maybe one of the vinyl patch. Uh, sort of things. Uh, the reason why I say that is that there's going to be more flexibility in that than there is going to be in concrete. But it's on a slab, so it's not going to be going anywhere anyway. Uh, Dell, what are you thinking? Yeah, um, you could. It's it's several ways to uh, feel that. I I would uh, say um, you know you could use the cheat sheet like um, grout or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that has a flexibility. Uh, and that's why. Yeah, that's why I was know. thinking the vinyl. So that it will, you know, fill in and level out. And they have several different types of uh, putty compounds that um, ready mix, um, kind of uh, ready patch, kind of, um, you know, it's already uh, mixed and you can just use a putty knife and um, fill in um, the hole and just wipe the the excess off. So uh, that would be a, a... a quick cheat, you know. Yeah, the reason why I didn't uh, go immediately, Jason, to the quickcrete is that mix it up. And- it, it, well, you got to do all that, but then, like uh, Dell said, if you don't get it right the first time, mm. it's concrete. Uh, it, you don't yeah. get it a second and, time, and it's messy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you may have um, a whole lot left over that you don't need. Yeah. So um, the ready patch would be the way to go. My favorite thing is that people, and, and I only know this because I've done it myself, you buy some quick crete, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the small bag is like 60 pounds. Oh, so, yeah, busted them. Yeah. And and you use just a little bit of it, you know, filling in this little hole under your cabinet. And then you're like, what do I do with this? So you put it in the garage. You it come back out stone. two years later, and it's one big rock, mm-hmm. you know, one big 60-pound rock. So, um, so Jason, yeah, I mean, I, I, I might go with one of the putties or vinyl fillers, mm-hmm. uh, and they do sell them uh, in in the flooring section. You can find them because people use them as like leveling compounds and things like yeah. that. And it's it's like a concrete um, pre mixed. It's not wet or drippy. It's really easy cleanup. It would be the way to go. Yeah. Putty knife and some um, compound mix, and um, just like a ready patch. And it's all type, uh, concrete or wood. Did you write all that down, Jason? I got it. All right. Appreciate it, man. All right, let's go to uh, Margaret on the road. Well, no, not yet. We'll talk to Margaret here in just a second. Talking about those fixes for the holidays, things you want to do. And I know you got folks coming to the house, even those uh, cool little, uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you call it? Um, I just lost the word. Crafts. Oh, yes. Yeah. That, well, I have an auntie. That's, that's her her department is crafts, you know. Oh, really? Before the Google, she knew everything about crafts. You she, know? Was, she was the Google of your family? Yes, yeah. you know, just <laughs> baking gingerbread, making, you know, fruit Scarfs cakes. And, and stuff. Everything. Yeah. Needing everything. And as she has a lot of sons, you know, no girls. Uh-huh. And, you know, we all boys grew Poor up thing. together. But... We were interested in the crafts, you know. It wasn't no way around it. She right. made you up, you know, give you some pie, but we got to learn how to um, make wreaths mm-hmm. and and 
put them on the door and, and sweep the roof off and rake the yard. Different Good things. For boys. All right. But made crafts <laughs> fun. And, and I learned this about it. Um, you learn to spend time with each other and you learn patience. Uh, well, in, in doing crafts, you actually do learn patience and um, and it's no perfect. You don't have to be and right. I mean, fine motor skills too. Fine, fine. Because you get down to the little bitty stuff that I, you know, I've got giant hands. There's just no way I can get, get the it. glue gun out, some glitter. Right, right. <laughs> All right, Margaret's on the road. What's uh, what's going on today, Margaret? Margaret, are you with me? Yeah. All right. So you got uh, exterior door locks are not working well. What's going on with these locks? Okay. It's a very old home, and I have had security doors placed on the outside, but I left my original entrance doors on the inside. Uh-huh. The, do- the, the original doors have uh, deadlocks that are put on the, on the door, not in the door. Oh, yeah. And those yeah. locks are not working well. No. I have used graphite, and that makes it work a little better. Mm-hmm. I, well, I think what I want to know is, can I get those locks replaced? Uh, people that have looked at them for me have said that they'd be very difficult to find that type of deadlock. Well, I was going to say that <clears throat> the, the general answer to your question is, hey, no big deal. Of course you can do that. Replacing it with the original equipment is going to be... Uh, it, won't be, it won't be a, a, impossible, but it is going to be treasure. It's going to be expensive. And you've got to search for it. Right. Well, now, these, these uh, deadlocks are not for about 15 years old. Oh. Oh, okay. Because we completely redid the house, <clears throat> and in doing that, I'm sure my husband replaced the, dead, the original deadlock. Right. So, so are you talking to a contractor about this? Just more, more friend who helps with okay, because this is this shouldn't be that difficult a uh, a job. This is it's actually if these are uh, exterior deadbolts on the outside, like you're saying, it should be right. just a few screws. To be honest with you, there's not many, there shouldn't be right. much to it. You know, yeah, local hardware. And where can I find them? Uh, like like Dell said, local hardware is going to be your best bet. Uh, and you can come across some at the big boxes, but you might not be able to get the exact same look, but the functionality, you know, the function should be similar. Okay. The, um, the one on the back door, you actually have to put a key in each side and very gently <laughs> work together to make it lock. It, it obviously the it's yeah. Key. Yeah, you shouldn't have to cast a spell to lock your door. You should no, just be able to a lock mechanical it. issue. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do. In the cylinder. <laughs> and sometimes right. a locksmith can um, come out and fix those little nicks and hacks right. on, on site. You know, the first okay. car I ever had was a 65 Mustang, and you had to hit the dashboard three times before it would crank. So maybe that's kind of like it. But don't put up with it. It's, it's no, an easy fix. This time of the year, you want to get in it quickly. Right. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Thanks, Margaret. We appreciate it. Thanks. Let's go to uh, Cynthia in Paris. Please tell me you're in France, because that would just be so fun. No? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Paris, Mississippi? Yes. Okay, there we go. All right, so you've got a suggestion about Quick Creek? Yes. You know, you were talking about uh, having the bag left over that tur- turns hard as a rock, and <laughs> yeah. then you were talking about craft. Well, right. I had... One of these said blocks of set-up concrete, right. I put it out in the yard and painted it and made it yard art. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. It's also a great door stopper that no one will ever get through because they can't. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I enjoy your show, and Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Cynthia. Uh, Bye-bye. All the way in there in Paris. Yes, yes. Right. That's right. Appreciate it. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Yes, sir. She's actually right. I um, know a client. Um, he takes the um, like a bread pan, mm-hmm. put the concrete in there, and oh, makes his own man. molds, different types of um, shapes and stones, and put little rubies on them. Oh, cool. And the whole uh, patio is just one beautiful walkway. That is awesome. I mean, That's a great idea. Well, and outside of that, Quick Creek is cheap. 
Yes, uh, and that, that way yeah. you, you can use the leftover. And, uh, great. If, if those of you that don't know what we're talking about, they sell what you would title as concrete in bags, uh, varying size bags, and different types of concrete. They call it quickcrete. Is it, That's actually a brand. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't have to use quickcrete, but that is a brand. And, all, and it's literally, it's kind of like the cartoons, just to add water. And, yes, and, and voila. And then you have concrete, you know. Uh, but it is great to use on uh, different types of projects. I know we had a spot right under our fence where our dog kept digging mm-hmm. and would dig under the fence. Well, the hole that she dug was a perfect size for a bag of quick creek. So we took the quick creek, we put it in there, watered it, and she can scratch all she wants now. She's not getting under there because it's concrete. Uh, all she'll nice. do is lose nails. That would be nice. Put a little footing up under the fence around. Yeah, yeah. And that and that way that way if if she goes scratching, uh she's uh she's a lab, so she's she tends to escape. Uh but you can't go that way anymore. You're not going under. You might be able to climb over, you're not going under anymore. Anyway, let's go to uh Brenda in Hattiesburg. She is replacing a shower head. Daunting, is it Brenda? Brenda, are you with us? Yeah. There you go. There you go. So what, what are you doing with this? Uh, you got a new shower head? Yeah, I had trouble with the other one because um, I, it wasn't putting out much water. The right. water pressure seemed real low. Mm-hmm. And so um, my brother-in-law reached up to check it. It came off in his hand. Right. So <laughs> I, just, I just bought a new one. And went to put it on, and it the, the pipe that's coming out of the wall doesn't have like a screw on it; it's just a straight pipe. Right. So, um, not I, uncommon. I, they pushed it on, and it uh, water started coming out everywhere around it. So I didn't know if also silicone to go around it. Is that all I need to do? Well, first of all, you you said they pushed it on. Did, did you mean they screwed it on? No, the pipe that comes out of the wall doesn't have any grooves in it. Oh, uh, that's that's a little different. Wait a minute now. Is it a, is that a plastic pipe, the PVC? Um, no, it's just a metal metal pipe. And it's not threaded, so the, the threaded um, part has broken off, or is... I, I don't know. That I, has, I think, Brenda, I think uh, what... what what Dell's getting at is that what broke off in his hand may have been the threads. Oh, wow. You, you, you follow me? Oh, no. Yeah. You, you may be in another situation of, of, I hate to do this, Brenda, but you may have to call a plumber. You have to go in the wall, too. Yeah, and, and you're going to have to check because it sounds like that pipe corroded so much mm. that uh, the only reason a shower head would come off in your hand is, is something is broken. Correct. That's not good. Right. Um, okay. Wow. You could do a uh, a ridiculous fix with you know duct tape and wire and mm-hmm. caulk and everything else. It's always <laughs> going to be broken though. Uh, I think you have right. a broken pipe. I, I really okay. do. Uh, I think you I might need to call, call a pro. Plumber. Yeah, you need to call a pro. Um, because okay. I, Thank you very much. But she could look in there with a flashlight and see. Uh-huh. Is the uh, threaded part missing? Because it yeah, should yeah. be uh, an elbow with the uh, threads. Right. It should be showing threads. Well, if you're not seeing those threads, Brenda, it's broken. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Man, I hate that for her. Well, it's not the end of the world, but it does require surgery. Yes, it does. Yes. All right, we're going to continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what problems are you having at your home? What would you like to get fixed before the new year starts? And you can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
As you consider where the country should go next, NPR will be here with the facts to help you make sense of new appointments, policy changes, and all of the day's news. Listen every day. British scientists want to fight malaria by splicing a gene into mosquitoes. It spreads and it spreads and it spreads. And this is the fantastic thing, because in a very short amount of time, you can actually transform an entire wild population into a modified population. I'm Robert Siegel. The benefits and risks of using powerful new techniques to fight disease later on All Things Considered from NPR News. Today at 4 on NPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601. Mr. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is out today. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. You know, I was thinking about that uh, that showerhead thing. And I, I did think of a, a quick fix, but it's it's incorrect uh, of using if you've got that straight pipe, you can always put a shark on it, extend it uh, a shark, you know, over the pipe and then and then get some threads that way. You can do that. Yeah. But still, you're 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 patching. That's you're, a you're not, yeah, you're you're fixing. You're not patching or, or you're patching. You're not fixing. So, yeah, that, I wouldn't go that direction either. Um, we did get an email that says, uh, and this is a great, great idea. At the end of the season, when summer comes around, when summer comes, okay, make sure to pull the batteries out of your gas service logs if it is wireless with a remote. So that if the battery goes bad, they won't corrode and force you to have to buy a new circuit board. They actually have, you know, to, to fire them up and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. They have that. Try and get them serviced once a year and make sure you put white vinegar in your air conditioning drain every time you change your filter. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it's not something I heard before, the white vinegar. I got to try that. Keep uh, down that uh, build up a condensation, that little dust and lint in there. That's right. Oh, wait. This comes from a pro. Enjoy the program. Thanks from Prize Heating and Air in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Thank you. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. Well, y'all have a Merry Christmas, too. Thank you. All right. Uh, real quick, let's go to uh, Michael and Mobile. Wait a second. Is that the right one? No, Mary Immobile. Got a couple of mobiles. New shower that groans. That's kind of spooky. What's going on, Mary? Hi. Hi. Uh, I have a, a home that is about six months old, and mm-hmm. there was no problem for the first four or five months. But now when I stand in the shower and move around, mm-hmm. it, it creaks and groans. Right. Um that that sounds as if to me is the shower uh is it like a plastic insert yes yes, yes. it's one of those plastic solid one piece fiberglass thing. Yeah. yeah a solid one piece fiberglass and uh, the thing that typically goes wrong with that was that the the base what's underneath that might not have been properly if they prepared. um knocked it down or anything it's, it's usually styrofoam or Ooh, um, maybe they didn't fully fill it Yes, um, it should have um, should have been attached to, to you know to the walls around and yeah check for that you know you got to put that foot in there yeah the the thing is Mary um, and 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 any home builder can tell you this if you have a inspector go into a brand new home that no one's ever walked in before they can find mm-hmm. the problems it's it's amazing because there is no such thing as a perfect home however. Uh, the issue for you is is getting some more support under there, isn't there? I mean, is there anything yeah. to be done at this point? It's it's kind of too late to shimmy. Unless unless uh, do you you said uh, it's only about six months old? Yes. Do you still know the home a home builder? Oh yes. 
Okay, well, there there may be something there for the home builder. I do think that is worth a call to the home builder and say, hey, here's this issue. And that home builder will know right away that's a that's a problem because what's eventually going to happen if you keep bending that uh, plastic slash fiberglass over and over and over, which is what that groaning, it'll crack. Yeah. And, and that's what I was afraid of. Right. So, yeah, call that home builder and see if they can help you out with that. Okay. Thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. Sorry about that, Mary. It may be a. Uh, a redo, unfortunately. Yeah, because yeah. it seemed like it might have got damaged during the installing. Right. Okay, real quick, I uh, got another email. Wouldn't it be simpler to measure the depth of the existing floor and cut a matching plywood plug to fill the hole? Oh, this is in response to the guy with uh, the hole in the floor where his cabinet was going to go. Mm-hmm. So instead of putting filler in there, measure the hole. Uh, measure the depth of the existing flooring and cut a matching plywood plug to fill the hole. It would make life much simpler if the bathroom is remodeled to include new flooring. Now, that's a really great idea. I want to do he own a saw. I don't, I don't, I, that's a good point. You he know, might, he might he not own a saw. saw. But, you know, if he's got the measurements, he can get the guys at, or the folks at his local hardware store slash big box to cut it for him. Yeah, I mean, I, you know? it, it sounds like we could be pushing a project on him he don't want. I mean, some people just uh, rather um, let you do it. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea, though. I like that. Okay, uh, here we go. We've got another call. Is Michael in Mobile has a yellowed tub? How are you doing today, Michael? Oh, doing fine, thank you. All right. So, uh, what my- what is this tub made of, Michael? Uh, fiberglass, acrylic, I guess. Not you know, not cast. Right. Okay. All right. My situation is it's an old whirlpool bathtub my wife has. Mm-hmm. The problem is that it's uh, it looks horrible. It works fine mechanically. It works mm-hmm. fine, but it looks horrible. And I think I finally run down ran down the replacement jets where I can put those in. Right. But the tub itself is old and yellow. And doing a Google search and YouTube things like that, I found a product that's a rust oleum tub refinisher. Mm-hmm. You sand the tub down and. and um, I've seen reviews that have been outstanding and horrible, and I'm just wondering if you're familiar with this product and what you think of it. Um, Dale, I know you've done this several times. How do you do? You suggest folks do it on that vinyl, or I mean, uh, the uh, acrylic slash fiberglass tubs? Well, just like he said, uh, good results and bad results. It's it's about fifty fifty. Usually done right, you'll get the results you want. Um, I don't know about the long-lasting because uh, once the job is done, we're gone. But that, mm, if it's sometimes that product is kind of expensive, it's almost cheaper to buy a new tub. Wow! You know, now the product I'm looking at is only twenty-five dollars, and it's a kit, and it's okay. a two-process epoxy mixed to it. Uh, but that's the thing about it; it's uh, pretty inexpensive. And uh, well, if it's, it's that, that inexpensive. I would Michael, try it. Yeah, Michael, we got to go. But if it's that inexpensive, I'd go ahead and give it a whirl. I don't see how you can lose. All right, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Jonas Adams. Our call screener today was Kevin Farrell. For Dell Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Ms. Sherita Brent. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB. Think Radio.